He's Jimmer. He's Christian. Welcome back to Two Physical Therapists and a Bag of Chips. Today we are going to discuss laminotomy, laminectomy. Another form of disc decompression surgery. In our ongoing series of spine surgery. Yeah, this is episode three of the spine surgery series. One more next week. That would be episode four. Fusion. Ooh, not good. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Let's not run ahead. We're also going to review the Deep River Mango Habanero chips. Those look really good, actually. They're select editions. Too bad it's uh, early in the morning. Not a good time to polish off a bag of chips. Is it ever not chip o'clock? I haven't had my coffee yet. Oh, well, that could be the problem. That's not true. I, I had my like morning coffee, but I didn't have my coffee coffee. Your, like your my... late morning coffee? Yeah. Your mid-morning I'm like, coffee. I'm like a hobbit. Your second seconds. Yes, I have like five different coffee times mm-hmm. a day. Third, third coffee time? No, this would be my second. Yeah. How much of this are you going to cut out? Mm, we'll see. It depends what it sounds like. <laughs> All right. Laminectomy, laminotomy, go. So, ectomy versus otomy. A laminectomy is a complete removal of the lamina, which is a uh, portion of a spinal vertebrae, the, the back portion, in fact. And then a laminotomy is a partial removal of the lamina. It's by the pedicle, which is one of my favorite words in the word. spine. Pedicle. That's a good word. Yeah. Uh, with laminectomy, laminectomy, sorry, you will often see uh, them done during a fusion as well. There's also usually ligaments removed, and sometimes a bit of the facet joint comes with it too. It's a, it's actually the um, if you want to look it up online, um, and Christian will do a fantastic job again posting pictures. But it's basically the the back wall of the foramen, which is the opening where the nerve exits the um, spinal cord. So that's an area where you can create room for the nerve to expand if there's compression. So they'll remove that little piece of bone. This is most commonly done for individuals with stenosis, which again, stenosis is a narrowing of the spinal canal. So when you do the laminectomy or laminotomy, you're increasing room in there and uh, giving people more space for that nerve, and that nerve is now less likely to be irritated and bothered. In theory. There's some question on whether or not a laminectomy can uh, cause instability in the spine and thus result in some other issues back there, and that's why it's frequently done with a fusion as well to maintain some stability in there. Laminotomy, so the partial removal is typically done just by itself. Not much else going on with you, that. Yeah, you don't really address the, the, the full structure of the spine by doing a laminotomy. But when you do a laminectomy, you run the risk of creating an artificial spondylolisthesis, which is also one of my favorite words. It's a good word. But so, yeah, there, you, you create an anterior instability of the spine, and that can actually increase the compression, whereas your goal was to decrease the compression. So yeah. that's why it's done in conjunction with a fusion, which would then stabilize that segment. And now you maintain more space and hopefully decrease symptoms. Yeah, there's a, a few small muscles that attach in that area, and so that can, can cause some other issues as well. I mean, if you reduce muscle stability in that area, that, w- that can often result in increased instability and that's never so good. Most people who have these done are, are pretty content immediately following. They're minimally invasive procedures in both cases. 
uh, unless of course the laminectomy is done with a fusion or some other larger procedure at the same time. In most cases people are instructed to begin walking day of surgery, the day after surgery. Uh, the big precautions are, are no bending, lifting, or twisting. And then uh, by the time they come in to see us, it's, it's predominantly working on posture and, and muscles related to posture. So the old core stuff, a lot of uh, abdominal wall work and, and glutes, and also just encouraging people to continue to move. Uh, this isn't a procedure that should result in uh, loss of motion at all. And so we definitely want people to uh, feel confident and comfortable and, and move within the ranges that they're able to get. There you have it. Yeah. This is actually, a, from a discussion standpoint, more simple. It's definitely easier to visualize with pictures. So be sure to follow us this week when we put some more images to this. Yeah, check out the InstaSnap and other social media things. Yes. yes. But I think we're ready to move on to trivia already. Oh, that's quick. I know, it's a quick one. I like it. Well, maybe you should leave some of the rambling. Yeah, well, we might leave some of them. Yeah. Or not. Trivia time. Last week's trivia, which country has the oldest continuously used national flag? Yeah, that was the key word there, right? Because there, there was some discussion going on there for a little bit about mm -hmm. whether or not Scotland was in there. Mm -hmm. But you, you cleaned that up very well. Yeah, I made sure to add the continuously used portion in there. And so the answer is Denmark. Uh, they have their, uh, their red with white cross flag that has been in use since 1625 as the official flag of Denmark yeah, and used exclusively in that role. Please don't confuse Denmark with the Netherlands or the Dutch with the Danish. Yes, that's a common. So the other flag that's been around to some form or another is the Scottish Saltier, or the St. Andrew's Cross, it's also known. Uh, this dates back as far as 832. Oh my goodness. The reason it's not considered the oldest is because there were various versions of the same flag uh, where the colors were different. So blue with the white cross is how we associate it now. And that was also shown as a uh, red flag and as a white flag and they did various versions. There was a black version and it didn't take on its official capacity until after that Danish flag. So the Danes won. So, per Danes the, uh, won, Scotland yeah. zero. Per those people who make these decisions, not us, that, that is the official Guinness World Record holder. <laughs> so That's pretty good. Yeah. Go Denmark. This week's question, this is a, a clinic favorite, what is a group of hippos called? A group of hippos? Yes. Oh, that's good. Is it as cute as a group of sea otters? No, it is not. Are we saving that for later, or can we reveal no, what a group the of sea, sea otters, otters is? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, they're called a raft. It's because they hold hands. It's, it's so cute. It's a raft of sea otters. Yep. Anyway, a group of hippos. They're deadly animals. They're very deadly animals. Yeah, big mouth. Chip time? Yeah, chip time. All right, today... Mango habanero. Yes, the deep river snacks... Mango habanero. Chip to air ratio, pretty good, 45%. Some big chips. Yeah, these are these are big kettle cooked guys here. Yeah. I'm gonna start with this foldy right here. I'm gonna use this one because it's the darkest one. Hmm. Thick and crunchy. You got a lot of mango up top. Yeah. 
A little bit of heat at the end. And then wow. it comes on the backside. I didn't think I was going to like this at all. Turns out I kind of like it. That's a really nice chip. I should chip. make sure that I like it. It's a good good chip consistency. Mm -hmm. Wow. Where's this chip been? In the back for a while. Oh, okay. We've had it since July. July. Yeah. Maybe that's why it tastes better because it's aged. <laughs> Best Buy December 9, 2019. Well, you know. I like it says Best Buy. It's not go it's not like it's going bad, it's chip. Yeah. Um This is a very good chip. These are delicious. Yeah. I'm too bad this is just a select edition. They should bring this back. If you work for Deep River Snacks. Yeah, get this because it's back in the cycle. This is, this is Deep River Snacks is probably like um like owned by um by Lay's, right? I thought they were just a an East Coast type brand. Huh. 10% profits to charity. Yeah, that's definitely not Lay's. Jim Goldberg is the founder and CEO. Hmm. Jim, bring these out again. These are good. Uh, they're from Deep River, Connecticut. Never been to Connecticut. Yeah. That's where you're from. Uh, kinda. Have you been to Deep River? No, never been to Deep River. Wow, these are delicious. These are really good. I'm, I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go Wild here. I'm gonna go three thumbs. I'm also going three thumbs. This, this is, is really crazy good. good. Yep. Wow. What a pleasant surprise. I just made my day. By the way, I need to give a shout out to um, Ian, my uh, my oldest son. Yeah. Happy birthday. My middle child. He's a classic middle child. He's turning 20 today. Celebrating in Grand Rapids. Happy birthday, Ian. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. We won't sing for you. Don't worry. No. I'll do it later. FaceTime later. Yeah. Yeah. Now, good chip. All right, nice. Well, thank you for listening today. Next week, we're going to go over the uh, spine fusion surgery. That's a big one. And we're going to review the El Tio Papilio Spanish ham. Ooh, is it like the jamón uh, ibérico that you yeah. love so much? Oh, I mean, we'll see. I don't, I'm not familiar with El Tio Papilio, so we'll, uh, we'll check out that chip. I think he was a famous conquistador. Oh, well, that could be possible. If you liked uh, the show today, please tell your friends. Follow, review, subscribe. If you want some more information about this topic, follow us on Instagram and Twitter throughout the week. If you want more information on Rebound Therapy and Wellness Clinic, head to our website, reboundclinic.com. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.